listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Twice upon a time, there was a boy who died and lived happily ever after. But that's another chapter. Live from her mother brave with dirty dollars and beauty parlors and baby bottles and bowling ball and parlors and street scholars. that's major in the culinary arts. You know how to work the bread, cheese, and dough from scratch. But see the catches you can get caught. Know what you're selling, what you bought. Now suck that, so cut that big talk. Let's walk to the bridge. Let's meet me halfway. You may see some chillings dead off in the pathway. It's in the poor babies walking slowly to the candy lady. It's looking bad. Need some hope like the words maybe if or probably more than a hobbly when my turntables get wobbly they don't fall i'm sorry y'all i often drift i'm talking give so when it comes to you never look the horse inside his grill of course you know i feel like the bearer of bad news don't want to be it but it's needed so what have you no question is every nigga with dreads for the calls is every nigga with goals for the fall now so don't get caught up in the parents it's outcast equipment not another black experience hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a tuesday afternoon ready to give you guys some podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic wherever you go and look for podcasts just we're there okay um google play spotify our heart radio we're all over the place um leave us five star reviews we love those and we read them on the air if they're nice the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme um and um let's see what what do we need to get into to start the show i mean Mm -hmm. i feel like there's uh so much happening not that much happening uh i do know one thing guys i was listening to was it a restaurant bobby brown's humping around came on yes it did i was partying and i gotta tell you something guys that is a gaslighting anthem like that that might be worse if not maybe not worse but it's definitely up there with shaggy's it wasn't me mm-hmm because because he was humping around he was absolutely humping around mm-hmm like he didn't name the song ain't nobody humping around because he was humping around right he named it humping around and if you saw the video i mean yeah you, the pelvis doesn't lie the pelvis was humping the pelvis said i'm definitely humping around and y'all just gonna have to <laughs> deal with it okay and he was like gaslighting so hard he's like when you love someone it's like wait are you saying when you love someone you shouldn't accuse them of humping around when clearly they are gumping around is that what love is to you by brown because i think it's some bullshit by brown i think you're just saying this to gaslight her to make her stop checking your phone come on it was uh it was pretty terrible now, this bit. was before social media when this song came out come on. Come on. and he had an attitude with it too come on he was angrily singing mm-hmm. he was like bitch stay out of my phone <laughs> Like it wasn't no nice. No trusting. You ain't got no trusting about you. That's Come the problem. On. So you out here thinking I'm humping around, fucking all these women on the side. No, no, no. The problem is you don't know how to trust people. Nope. Okay. That's the you supposed to love me. Wow. why am i calling around because you're not home bobby it's past midnight the fuck you mean while i'm calling around bobby it's 3 a.m. 
i'm calling to see where your ass at if you was Did home you die? I, I, when you home i don't be calling around when you at the crib because i know where your ass is was there an accident overnight i don't know somewhere humping the damn humping around It's not a game, Bobby. See, that's the problem. <laughs> you think everybody a little fucking game with your motherfucking humping around town and shit. <laughs> now I gotta call all your friends and be like, Teddy Riley, is he over there? Is he over there? And no, he's not with you? Okay, damn. Well, let me call Ralph. Uh, Ralph Trasman, is he with you? Come on! No? Well, let me call Johnny. Well, I know not to call Johnny. He's definitely not gonna be with Johnny. Mm-hmm. get up off my back save your heart attack ain't nobody humping around (laughs) why is the song they humping around if ain't nobody humping around i'm just saying don't pay attention to what they're saying now i know they're talking in the streets (laughs) i know they're saying they see me with other bitches my name is out here see niggas just be talking you know how people just make up lies like that all the time around faithful people they be like I mean, they probably got rumors about you, girl. I mean, if I had a dollar, if I had a dollar for every time somebody came over to me and said, oh, you know, your girl out there cheating on you, humping around. Oh, man, I just, but I trust you so much, I don't even worry about it, girl. So, I mean, if they say it about you, who knows what they say about me? You know what I'm saying? I'm Bobby Brown. Why are you yelling, Bobby? If you're not humping around, <laughs> talk to me calmly. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Trying to win that argument. <laughs> when you love someone, you don't count their cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> and you stay out of their voice, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you love someone you don't look at the lube <laughs> you lose the game when you play that way <laughs> oh cheating ass <laughs> <nigga. laughs> when you trust someone <laughs> you stop following they call and don't worry about where it's parked at <laughs> <laughs> When you love someone, you don't pay attention to the license plate. Right. I said that girl is my cousin. Ah! <laughs> God damn. Man, I, I should make a playlist of all the gaslighting ass songs that uh, men have made. It, it is a lot of them over the years. Jesus Christ, it, they're just so. We got words for it now. I didn't know right. back then that's what it was called. Just I so, mean, that song still goes. I'm not gonna lie. One of my favorite bops. It's a bop, but it's a gaslighting ass. Like, wow, you really this like the theme song to Love Hip Hop Atlanta. Come on. You really not gonna trust me just cause I'm fucking other bitches? Wow. Yeah, this and it wasn't me. Like, it's a long ass list. How are we supposed to have a relationship and you sitting up here worried about me having sex with other people and shit? I'm I sorry. mean, I mean, I know she pregnant and shit. I mean, <laughs> I know it's mine, but how you know I'm cheating? Jesus. What do you expect? 
i'm not i'm not i'm not a a saint okay i mean i know you got a std for me but i'm not cheating we all make we all make mistakes right teddy we out of (laughs) here no name is brown guess what they call me wow he even did the like first of all okay do y'all notice the head trip of he's saying all this in like third person mm-hmm. so he's not even saying it like i'm cheating he's like girl i'm giving you some advice don't you know that if you press up on a on, on, on a man like this he will just leave without you girl like you're gonna lose your man then the other part of it is but the course is in, in in first person okay the advice the verse third person right the chorus is i'm not humping around okay ain't nobody humping around um the other part of it is he really said girl if you keep checking up on me to see if i'm cheating you're gonna make me leave i'm gonna leave girl you're gonna lose out on a good thing you're gonna lose out on all this cheating ass dick girl now who's i gonna, love it now how you gonna get hpv if i'm not around come on now all right you think you're just gonna get it on your own mm-hmm. no you're gonna be gone to real free what is this for what, what what's going on girl <laughs> Bobby was out here. plus this video i don't know if y'all remember this video this video is only second uh all time in uh pelvic thrust per second um what's number one uh oh <laughs> come on mc hammer pumps in the bump yeah <laughs> it's not even that's no that is number one i was not ready for pumps in the bump pumps in the bump is the motherfucking serena williams of motherfucking Woo! pelvic thrust it is it is a fucking thrust fest like two is so far away from motherfucking one on this one like you got this is that shit is the bill russell championships <laughs> of pelvic thrust first yes it is no one was ready for pumps in the bump and that's the thing nobody was ready you went from oh 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 right to pumps in the bump people like the fuck is this right we was like oh hammer back he got an album coming out good for him i know you went for hammer don't hurt him to that everybody was like he was slinging the hammer in that Mm -hmm. joint no you went from the pants too big that you know you probably couldn't even tell what the dick print was to oh here's all the print i feel like hammer had some socks in there or something i don't know what was, was, i don't know what was going on like he said i guess that was something for the ladies but it was so weird when it happened because you know for um for men like for men you know we've always had these videos where even women that rap do sexy ass videos right and they may or may not do it for the male gaze but whatever i mean do it for however you look serena williams had her ass out on harper's bazaar and i, was I don't care i don't like so <laughs> i saw the picture and was like sit on my face and somebody was like well it's great to know what men think and i was like yeah i'm a man and she knew what she was doing when she took them sexy ass pictures and said look at this thing that alexis is knocking out the park and i said you know what yes i would i would like to see it in the words of monique from chicago so yeah it was <laughs> so i mean what i'm supposed to be ashamed that i'm attracted to, to serena williams fuck out of my face she know what's up i know what's up okay and ain't nothing nobody gonna do nothing about it now i'm gonna try to holler at serena williams mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here so it's i for a second she went and said look at all this goodness going on in the world and we said thank you serena but maybe she only did that for herself maybe she did that for other black women maybe she did that for her body i don't know why she did it I'm, I'm just thankful she did that it. she did it because it was hashtag sitting and that's what really matters okay so it's kind of funny 
um we with women because like cardi b she's doing these videos and she's naked and mm-hmm. she's stripping and she's twerking and, and I'm stuff because she's done all that in real life mm-hmm. and you know so much of the rap aesthetic for women has become about like sex work and stripping and stuff and it's you know whether it's uh and owning your sexuality right like owning it. which is always you know since little kim since foxy brown like it's been you know shit since money love you know shit missy yes missy missy is a nasty i don't think people really listen to, types to her lyrics her lyrics mm. was like woo. she you is, know she might have did them 2025 videos back in 1997 but she was saying some things right she be in one of them big ass pumped up garbage bag suits but she be talking about sucking your dick down and you be like oh jesus i don't come, come on i don't know if i'm so how am i am i supposed to feel comfortable right now yes beat me now on one mm. yes she wrote she wrote uh that tweet song mm-hmm. right oops Mm-hmm. Oops! That goes my shirt up over my head. Oh, oh my. my! And so Ooh. you have um. So for men, anyway, there's always been like whether it's a woman trying to rap for herself or it's just like video vixens in a video. It's always been like, look at these scantily clad, twerking, just shake, just beautiful ass women everywhere period whether they're whether they're doing it for themselves whether they're doing it as uh accoutrements to uh some rapper i don't we it's just fine women being around we mm-hmm. had bet uncut it was all fine women i missed that show so then after all that you know after we got like rump shaker the yes rump shaker like the motherfucking precursor to what would change videos forever forever um after we got rump shaker my man mc hammer said listen i'm back and uh i'm gonna do a little something for the ladies i'm gonna get out here and shake my dick and he shook it but the problem is it's harder to walk the line of what is sexy for a man versus what's sexy for women agreed and i'm not saying no women found mc hammer's gyrations to be sexy i'm sure there were plenty yes it was but it just don't hit the same when it's because because he was out there like giving he was out there giving it the co- old college try. It wasn't like, like, you know, a sexy ass video that women love is, um, uh, Untitled by D'Angelo. How does it feel to you? Yeah, how does it feel? I don't know where to you came, but how does it feel? That's what I call it. How does it feel to you? That's my jam. But, I know that's wrong. I don't care. But like, what, like, D'Angelo's Untitled was fucking palpably like, like you be in the cafeteria when that came on in college and literally you had to get a mop to just take care of the floors okay come on it was like everyone got quiet nobody was talking that chocolate ass man what you talking about insecure dudes mad as shit women thirsting as as, as fuck you know like it was beautiful because it was like a subtle sexuality that was you know vulnerability it was all these things at the same time mc hammer he just didn't he could it wasn't that it it wasn't it was just it was people was like laughing at the shit it's sad when like women are laughing at the shit you know because like he did the video for them like you said it's a it's a line between like you say that that he it's like he went overboard because like that d'angelo was it was sexiness but it was because for men 
because i'm talking for somebody straight because mm-hmm. women a penis is a penis to a woman so it's one of those things where you just flopping it around we're going okay i can see any penis flop around let's keep that mm-hmm. real but when you have somebody that's like i'm gonna stand here and i'm going to make you desire me and that's what d'angelo did he was like i'm gonna make you desire me with mc him it was like here it is girl here it, boop 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 you like i'm, I'm, I'm good <laughs> you know what? I'm it was good. like it was like the world's first unsolicited dick pic yes you're like it, it was like the it was like too much you you know it's like if i say i want it that's cool but it was like i didn't request it and i got it anyway and the like, song oh. wasn't sexy no the song wasn't sexy yeah it's not yeah because like i said with that you know i think that makes a difference with d'angelo it was slow it was sexy right. it was setting the tone you know what i'm saying it was right. like yeah. how does it feel versus this one it's like pumps in the bump it's like hey right. hey hey hey. and it like, was we like the girls with the pumps in the bump but it's him in a bikini draw swinging his <laughs> dick around not, like not the same what like you could have put I on like ready one of them mc hammer suits and just walked around a pool full of women and we would have been like oh, oh okay those women are the pumps and the bumps and right. also the slang no one talks like that nope there was never been a situation where you were talking to somebody and they was like bruh i'm gonna tell you what i like though okay i mean look it's a lot of women i'm into these women with the pumps and the bumps okay yeah it's like what and the funny part what is, are the bumps like a std <laughs> the funny part is this is one of the few videos that i remember vividly like mm-hmm. like like if you've seen it you know nobody can forget it, it. It's, nobody it's, called, can, it's called it for life nobody <laughs> can forget that because everybody was like did you did you see the new mc hammer video like I, yeah I, what happened i don't know girl like mc hammer had like a saturday morning cartoon and he also was swinging his dick around over on bet like it we couldn't forget it it was confusing it was like i, th- I was i thought i was watching hammer man or whatever the fuck his shit was called and then you turn on the other channel he out there like look at my dick look at my dick look at my dick look at my dick how <laughs> about to say do you have the video man oh god why would you subject us to this only the people in the chat can even see it that's fine but i think some of them haven't seen it oh god y'all are in for, for a, a uh, horrible treat all <laughs> right god i like the video where he tried to come back hard and he was running down killing jay-z i remember that that was we and it was that, that beef we covered that on the podcast not too long ago. Ooh, that's been a few years ago. Yes. Like, that was actually, that was groundbreaking. Okay. That MC Hammer, I fucks with, but pumps in the bumps, man. I mean, it should look like a fucking West Coast Productions. <laughs> yes. West Coast Productions. It was like Brian Pump and Jake Steed should have been featured on the track with him rapping about porn, you know? Free. It made more sense. Freaks, hoes, and flows. Yes! Freaks, hoes, and flows. And then Brian, I forgot what Brian, fattest rhymes and dimes. Yo, I just realized Brian Pumper ripped off Jake Steed. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's so egregious. Freaks, hoes, and flows, and fatty rhymes and dimes. Damn. <laughs> That's egregious as fuck. Wow. <laughs> I guess Jake Steed couldn't sue since he was out of country. Funky fly video some guys coming straight out of DC. I'm talking wow. about homeboy. This is not an HD. With the booty call. Right now what, gonna check out what the did they shoot this in? Yo, G. Okay, first of all, Hammer got the Hammer got the wow <laughs> tiger stripes on the 
on the fucking on his trolls. And you know this years ago he got that big ass phone. That phone is the size of a book. And you know it was a flex because somebody had to walk and hand him the phone. So I don't know that that's a mobile phone as much as it's one of those wireless phones. Cordless. The, yeah, the cordless phones we yes, used to have. Yes, where you have to charge that bitch. Twelve noon, pops in the bumps affair. Why is the an, why the antenna up there? So the antenna is so long he can reach space. Of course, yeah. Like a satellite phone. You, come on. And it's all good. Like, Look at that antenna. <laughs> yeah, it's like a step phone. That antenna can double as a vibrator. Yes, it can. And then he hit a button. See, that's why he broke. He hit a button and then water started flowing out of a waterfall on the side of went, his pool. Went from black and white to color. Yeah. Like, and this is 19 whenever. Yeah. So all this shit costs. Like, some of y'all might not have been born. Like, just turning on that water cost $17,000. I guarantee you. You know it, dude. We having a pumps and the bumps party. So it's like a big ass pool party. And that's him humping in the middle of everybody. Mm-hmm. Where's his house at? I don't know. I appreciate that this is a real party though. Yeah, this is a real party at. Like he really had this party. And they threw the cameras on. Nobody is comfortable with this much nudity from any dude. And Hammer's in decent shape. You know what I mean? Yes. It's just, it's just it's, it was just too much it was just too much at the time man the world wasn't ready and i think that's the thing we weren't ready we weren't ready i'm trying to think what rapper could make this transition right now and i just don't know who could just like what the what to describe what this feeling would be like you know what i'm saying like what what rapper could just come and, out suddenly and be in a thong and we'd be like i don't know bro right and the, and the, and the <laughs> thing is He'd have been better off getting male strippers. I mean, because that's what they do for a living. Mm. You know, it's just like, you ain't doing it right. Yeah. And it's just him and a bunch of women, but it's right. him and his thong and his, these tidy whities flipping around. Yeah, because women like male strippers. Okay, why was it a prerequisite in every black rap video? They had to have some white people to turn away from a party every black party video ever i think except for uh, the groundbreaking um uh oh my god what was the name of that motherfucking video where the white people showed up at the barn at the club and they let them stay oh and they and they rocked with them but they was regular white people they wasn't even like hip-hop white people it was like a white family Hmm. and it was a southern crunk group what the fuck was the name of that get crunked up get crunked up that's the only time we that's have, my jam that's the get only time up, get fucked up white get people show up. Get, yes get crunked it was really get fucked up but they, look i think crunked up that's another one where the edit sound better yeah. than the uh regular version correct um but yeah just like big things popping but anyway that they always gotta have some white people that's not supposed to be there it's like we don't have a party until we turn away some white people like that's when you know it's official yeah hey we're here for the pool party and like mm, get away uh, from here 50 year old white women like <laughs> I, I thought i would be able to party with the hammer i don't think so like somebody said we went from turn this mother out to pumps in the bumps mm-hmm. yeah we, I, we wasn't ready we wasn't ready and then they always had to have the very end where they let the white people in anyway and the white people are like you know what this hip-hop's not bad <laughs> you know now that i'm in here with these negroes uh, i kind of like these jams 
I'm gonna, let me call 911 back. Hey guys, you don't gotta come. <laughs> I'm sorry, false alarm. I know I called earlier, but, uh, they're just having pumps in the pumps over here, and I'm okay with that. But yeah, it was, uh, man, this was a lot. This was. It, yeah. The world wasn't ready to see his. He his was, thing. he was before his time. Yeah. We were not. I give him credit for being before his time. Jesus Christ. I don't know how we got on this tangent. <laughs> anyway uh what wow how did we get here <laughs> i was listening to humping around i think yep and we talked about the humping and he was number one on the hump list yeah oh that's what it was he's number one on the most pumps uh most uh most most, most pumps per second on the video per second in the video he's number number one he's number one number two of course bobby brown humping around i mean he was that nigga was humping around hard in that video I still remember he was up on like a stage and he was like up on some stairs. So I was like, damn, yes, this nigga, he was humping. What <laughs> who do you have one? You have anybody else that got the most humps? Most pelvic thrust per? Oh, I had to think on this one, man. Okay. Uh, it's, it takes a certain type of person to be able to even pull this it off. It does take a certain type of person. You need, don't you need a fast beat. You know what I mean? Like slow, slow songs. People don't really hump hard, pump the air thrust with the pelvic stuff. Right. Uh, song pelvic gotta be up there somewhere. Yes. Shit. I know Luke and them, the dancers up there, but I don't know if Luke is up there. Yes. You Uncle know. Luke. Yes. Yeah, I know that dance is up there, but Luke didn't dance. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, but some, some probably like the 69 boys or somebody up there. Come on. Somebody I haven't thought about in a long time. I'm sure that's, they up there because they was just like, that's half the song. It's just, <laughs> that's half the song. <laughs> look at us slamming our dicks around and shit. Right. Like somebody said, pop that pussy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like a bunch of women have, I like a woman has the record, I'm sure, but of course. I, was, I was, I was thinking about dudes, but yeah, I'm sure there's a woman that has the record for like, pussy popping and shit like that's not even close Mm-mm. um we, right. we undefeated in that all right let's get into some news this question you have the answer so tell me what I want to know do you want to funk do you want to funk won't you tell me now won't you tell me now if you want to funk let me show you how do you want to funk with me do you want to fall with me? That's a Stone Cold Groove. Mm-hmm. Going all the way into, of course, our LGBTQ news segment, where we talk about all the news that's affecting LGBTQ news people. Uh, uh news. All, all LGBTQIA. 
folks all throughout the and plus and all that stuff um we talk about it um and it's normally sad right because as you guys know much like uh fucking with black people uh it's, it's gallows humor so uh let's get into these articles uh trump administration tells u.s embassies they can't fly pride pride flags on flagpoles i don't know why you know what it was the saddest part about this trump doesn't hate gay people because Mm-mm. he hates gay people he's not no. a religious man he's not no, he's not uh he, he's a dude that clearly has no morals he fucks any and everything he's a rapist uh allegedly and all this stuff um this nigga really just doing it because he know that republicans hate gay people correct and he like it's the easiest points to score to just be like don't do this symbolic sign of inclusion or recognition of lgbtq plus uh folks throughout the diaspora let now let's just not do it and let's put the press release out that we're not doing it because that'll be enough to make people go oh what a great great guy i love trump family man church goer godly man because we measure man of god in america in some very fucked up ways agreed um but yeah uh three u.s diplomats said that uh, the administration rejected requests from embassies to uh fly the flag a few hung them anyway yeah yeah i mean what what are you gonna do it's almost like you kind of just have to take that approach to trump which is i'm not gonna treat you like you're the president of the united states and we'll see what happens you know i wish more people would do that when he tries to like you know when he tries to implement something you just go i'm just fucking not it's, doing it's it it's not the law what you, the fuck do, are you, you doing? don't do things the way presidents are supposed to i'm not gonna do things the way that generals are supposed to or right. you know well, somebody will actually respect what you did in yeah, your position like the way administrative officials are supposed i'm not gonna do it right you, you asked me to do something against my morals as an admin administrative person in your office i'm just gonna do what the fuck i want to do because that's what the fuck you do right you don't follow nobody's protocols nothing and i get that people say well that's fucking up precedent and the next president people are gonna do that yo they already did dog they did it to obama yes they did they already did so i don't like for the whole like with rules and decorum and shit it's been out the window not that i'm against impeachment but it's one of the reasons i you don't catch me being too upset about whether they impeach him or not because i'm like y'all are still y'all are doing it for the sake of rules and decorum because you think saving those or somehow bringing it back or whatever is more important to the republic than um you know than uh, than what will be expedient to get this man out of power that and i get it like i said i'm not against it so don't write up here arguing with me about it i just don't give a fuck same like so i guess in three years we'll find out if or not people feel like he broke the law well in three years i hope we voted him out by then right like, the next fight to me is just is 2020 how do you get this nigga out of office it seemed like a pretty big deal right now the 2019 elections like these seem like pretty big deals you know what i'm saying but yeah i wish people rather than waiting on like i don't know a supreme court judge to tell you something just fuck fuck them right put the flag up what are you gonna do nothing you know fire me the way he fires everybody anyway like what the, okay you you fire everybody that does what you say too who wants to be the fucking ambassador for this shitty administration 
right i think they did a, a thing on npr where they were basically talking to these diplomats and they were saying like people like out here trying to do their jobs and they were saying that we're actually a laugh like a laughing stock of the world because they was like he's a fucking idiot and yeah even with Mueller, people he wanted him fired and people just wouldn't do it yeah just don't do it oh he's gonna fire you okay <laughs> like he's going to fire you anyway the fucking turnover right there is like wendy's come on uh democratic donor ed buck who's a uh, who we got we know for being implicated in the deaths of two uh gay black men who uh were like either escorts or some sort of thing like that they found him at his house right and yes. it's the same dude okay that's the same guy he's now accused of human trafficking and revenge porn yeah west hollywood activist and democratic donor ed buck who came under fire after two black men died from crystal meth overdoses in his home within 18 months now faces additional allegations of human trafficking and revenge porn according to new documents filed in a wrongful death suit against buck the new allegations concern an ongoing case filed against buck by letitia nixon the mother of jamel moore a 26 year old black man who died in buck's west hollywood apartment on july 27 2017 moore who lived in harris county texas with his mother and siblings had taken a flight from houston earlier that day traveling and traveled back uh straight to buck's apartment he died hours later moore's body was found beside we've gone over the mm-hmm. the details but yeah it, multiple syringes brown residue a scale several lighters and tortures a straw they also found like a diary from one of the men that basically said yo this dude get like shoots me up with drugs it's like a some turn on for him to see to drug people and shit and i'm scared he's gonna kill me and all this shit and uh yeah so now he's being accused um of sex trafficking and revenge porn so yeah they don't have all the details uh because they're gonna wait till court to reveal the details of why they're charging him with more crimes but yeah i mean sounds like a very dangerous dude uh no one should be taking money from him if you're a democratic politician i don't give a fuck how much money he has um and uh yeah it's it's, he needs to go to he needs to go have a criminal trial he should probably end up in jail because i'm not a prison abolitionist and some niggas need jail yes they do so this nigga need jail um i feel like we talked about this the it's above me guy is now apologizing for a social media comeback to haunt him we did so we talked about this on the show mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah, yeah he apologized for um it don't matter the the, the he uh, y'all sure we talked about this on the show you sure Mm-hmm. okay all right uh, hmm. why do i think we didn't talk about this all right wow I'm brain fart i guess we talked about the apology too yeah because we talked about how um he fucked up and by the time he apologized he already fucked up some money didn't oh yeah he was it. gonna sell some shirts yeah, didn't nobody want to hear it shout out to the people that still tried to make it a thing though i feel y'all it's like it's a shame he took it from all of us really right and it, it's, it's one of those things where if he could have just waited like a month we would have been like well yeah he's trash but i mean i already bought the shirt and it's delivered and i've been wearing it i don't take pictures in my instagram and shit i mean right. he's trash i won't wear it again but i mean it's become the cultural zeitgeist this nigga gave us a smooth like 17 hours before he was trash and everybody was like oh you're trash i uh i won't be purchasing that go ahead and cancel this uh you know that's what happened um so yeah he's uh he's done 
um there's a tv station um that stopped uh an episode of arthur the kids cartoon on p almost on pbs right yeah Yeah, from airing because it had a same-sex wedding that would violate the audience's trust the episode this is the one that people was upset about right yeah the episode in question was titled mr ratburn and the special someone it shows arthur and his pals beloved teacher getting married to another man the kids initially think mr ratburn is marrying a woman another rat but she turns out to be mr ratburn's sister voiced by jane lynch in the episode the kids who attend the wedding with their parents are delighted to see mr ratburn walking arm in arm with a soon-to-be husband although mr ratburn's queer reveal was widely applauded kids in alabama will have to find somewhere else to watch it because uh mike mckenzie director of programming at alabama public television told al.com the station has no plans to air the episode either now or in the future parent it got aired at wells though right mm-hmm. okay parents have trusted alabama public television for more than 50 years to provide children's programs that entertain educate and inspire mckenzie said in a statement he suggested the, st- the station doesn't think it's appropriate for kids to watch episode without parental supervision and consent more importantly although we strongly oh. encourage excuse me a man a white man is talking a white man is talking i'm sorry white man i don't know what goes on in your little colored show over there at your podcast but here when a white man is speaking in alabama he finishes his goddamn sentence i know that much <laughs> now back to what i was saying about these gay rats more importantly although we strongly encourage parents to watch television with their children and talk about what they have learned afterwards parents trust that their children can watch apt without their supervision we all know that children who are younger than the target audience for author also watch the program and they're not gonna remember that shit and they're gonna be gay listen negress okay it don't work like that there's a lot of there's a lot of sass coming off from that side of the table okay now god damn it you we don't play that over you here look here that's why you only clapped on the ones and the threes wow wow okay this is gonna be this is gonna be a problem i can see that right now Nine one one. i'm gonna need some help ah! need some backup uh the vast majority of parents would not have heard about the content whether they agree with it or not he added because of this we felt it would be a violation of trust to broadcast the episode nobody got a problem with y'all nobody else give a fuck yeah um yeah what i find interesting with this shit is as always why do y'all first of all it's a cartoon where they're not gonna it's a cartoon they're not gonna show the rats fucking no okay nor nor kissing probably they're not gonna yeah like they're probably they probably didn't if they kissed i wouldn't care but they probably didn't even show that because it's a fucking cartoon and right they, they don't show anybody doing shit like that right probably. they barely they barely show people holding hands married couples on cartoons like this right now i haven't watched arthur in forever so i don't know maybe it's changed maybe it's the new archie i don't give a fuck but the point being um the bigger underlying message with all this shit is we don't want kids to learn that there are gay people who exist in the world because if we hide it from them 
they just won't be gay or the ones who are gay will hide their gayness the way that we have hidden it throughout society of this character can't be gay this story can't be told if it's involving someone gay this disney cartoon can't have two gay characters dance or look at each other like we have to keep everything cishet all the time everywhere 100 percent of the time because if we show a crack just a chink in the armor that a little bit of gay can slip through just a little bit of gay the, kid, the kids will just start fucking like pulling their dicks out at six years old and fucking each other and shit because it's not can't, how this works because that's how it works guys no keep that's in not mind, how any of this works keep in mind as a straight kid as a straight person right at no point was i like well damn if duke is dating lady jane on gi joe i'm gonna need to put my dick in someone's vagina i know at no point i didn't even know what it was gi joe's don't even have fucking private parts dog i didn't know i didn't know i I was banging them into each other calling it fighting i didn't know anything about sex because the private parts are smooth you're a kid the only thing that that does is validate the 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 attraction that you have to other people that's it and so you don't have these examples you don't have any healthy examples because everything that is queer is bad in the in the kids world right all everything that is queer is like uh you know cobra commander talks with a lisp and in a high voice and they dress as flamboyant dr mind has no fucking shirt on uh you know like like they like all the quote-unquote gay looking characters with the mustaches and suspenders and stuff that looks you know now that we're adults are like yeah I, okay that could be a badass costume for somebody like that motherfucking fire like now i'm like cobra was fucking come on cobra was fuck Sartan and them niggas in the swamp i know they was getting they was winning all the contests right i know cobra commander was in some bdsm shit okay um but but yeah all that stuff and you're just kind of like as a kid it's over your head you're not thinking of them as sexual beings or Mm -hmm. any of that no and when two characters are dating quote unquote in a kid's cartoon you know it's little stuff like they look in each other's eyes or you know because they're not normally kissing or making Mm -hmm. out or anything like that nigga you can't just have two men that feel that way two women that feel that way we watch a ton of shit on cartoon network and i'm telling you right now it's all over there and they ain't supervising it Mm-mm. it's all over your cartoon network like and and yes, i not in is. a malicious way but just literally like you know uh on clarence there's a a teacher who's waiting for his date to show up and it's another woman or waiting for her date to show up i think and it's another woman or something like that or maybe it's a dude and another dude point being it's there it's just a matter of fact they didn't make a very special episode about it they just did it i almost wish that this episode wasn't uh well i'm glad that this episode was presented the way it was for all the children that got to see it Mm -hmm. but you almost wish or hope that in the future other episodes they'll just have the the husband in these episodes without making a making the episode about it so that so that the kids will get to see it because it's more important that the kids get to see it because if you are fucking gay if you're queer if you're lgbtq whatever and you're watching these shows and you never see yourself represented you do feel like am i dirty am i wrong am i should i be ashamed should like is 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 there no future for me or is my future i have to like grow up and be into be one of these people that marries a person of opposite sex even though i don't feel that way you see what i'm saying so like you it needs to be in there and the fact that this mother this stupid motherfucker banned it he made it bigger news than it would have been if he just aired it right no you know and then also um like 
the message is is to the kids that you can't be this it's not about parents and consent you don't ask them to consent for the other shows Mm-mm. when they do charity or they're fucking uh what other other shit did they cover bullying or whatever you know uh, we need the parents to see if bullying is wrong like fuck out of here you fucking bigot <laughs> sorry a hundred for you then yeah it's just yes because it's just stupid you're not gonna make kids not be gay they're gonna be gay they're gonna the kids are already gay dog you know um matter of fact uh let me see um let's move out of this let's move out of this i, I have something that's not on the list but i did want to talk about okay um or maybe it's on a, another segment mm-hmm. well, give me one second see if i save this article um i don't know if i saved it but uh jaden smith Mm -hmm. is uh has a vegan food truck that is gonna feed the homeless for free wonderful right he him and his sister out here doing the things ain't she got them shoes made out of recyclable plastics i believe so i'm not 100 sure on that but i believe so um but what i was gonna say is jaden and willow are such fucking awesome kids Mm mm-hmm and uh uh jada and will i hope they're so proud of themselves because they really did raise two dynamic ass kids that are very important um they care about the way yeah they care about people like you know how many fucking like spoiled ass kids that just care about themselves hey i'm rich and i don't i I could be a douchebag that we see in the media all the fucking time you know and um to see kids that did have that silver spoon in their mouths um were raised in the public yes they were with all the pressures that entails um that are so open and honest and sharing and at the same time like inspirational and they just kids they really still very young yes they are you know maybe um, early 20s at the least yeah um you know Jaden is a rapper but i mean Jaden was started as an actor and i mean that karate kid he put out is super underrated he killed that oh, shit that move was good but um you know i think Jaden also and i don't know if he quote unquote came out of the closet but he did definitely talk about him and tyler the creator uh like kind of intimating the, like towards a relationship or something so um like their kids are so like outspoken and not ashamed and um their parents are so supportive mm-hmm. and I, I love the work that uh jada pink is doing with the red table i know people do the thing where whenever there's a, a episode that they don't like that's about like sex or something they always go did they share too much but i actually fucking love that shit um like just the destigmatization of it the i i cannot even relate to the bravery it takes to share all the things that they share that's crazy to me right um but i but i think it's so dope that they're doing it um and securing a bag for it as well i mean you know not not, nothing wrong with that no it ain't doing it for free but um what i was gonna say is i love like Jaden's vulnerability i love his openness um and you know it's funny that he went from just a kid that always was saying weird shit and we were like you know his memes of like Jaden's like weird brain and stuff Mm -hmm. um but he really does seem to have a heart for people yes he does and i really love willow being on the red table talk mm-hmm. and i think not enough people i hear a lot of backlash to that all the time mm-hmm. 
and you know and i i I see what people are saying but i it's always that thing where i wonder if they thought it through yet um because i think let's see i think she's 16 let me look up her age real quick um because he's the oldest right yeah just the oldest but i think she's like 16 or so and she's on this this at this table this round table with it's her her mom and her grandma she's 18 so she's 18 now so it's her her mom and her grandma um so her being 18 now now okay now i'm actually annoyed um about some of the shit i hear people say but right she's 18 um she's at this table with her mom her grandma and they talk about things that are taboo things that typically would be off limits things that especially in the black community we really have a lot of pressure on girls to like fit into a lane and fit into a space that no matter how progressive we try to sound it's always kind of close your legs shut your mouth don't be fast yeah don't be fast go to school don't mess with boys that kind of shit um no matter how fucking woke and rich and all the shit people get it's all the same you know like i'm gonna give you a whooping type type ass mentality right Mm -hmm. um and i think people are starting to shake that you know we're learning more people are growing more um and uh whenever a a sexual topic comes up and she contributes to it i always hear like this i can't believe they let that girl sit at that table you know because her mom you know they talked about like um polyamory in an episode they've talked about you know sexual experiences in episode uh i think she talked about like being interested in maybe even directing pornography but if it was like a certain type of way like she would like to you know if someone even offered like a studio that was held by a woman was like you know if you're really serious about it i will show you how to direct the scene and you can't i'll let you direct the scene for our company like um and people are just like you know clutching pearls like oh my god no you know and i'm like i fuck i really fucking like that like because what i think people haven't come to grips with is y'all's kids already doing and knowing this shit and with there being no one representing them talking about these issues where the fuck are they supposed to go right because some of them can't come to you when are we gonna shine the light on this shit because all of us grew up and most a lot of us a lot of my friends a lot got kids got pregnant at a young early age especially our generation it's yeah. actually better it's and it was so funny not to get off attention what's so funny our generation always looking at this generation like they ain't shit our generation had the highest teenage pregnancy rates right um but uh drug use and stuff right but 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 what i'm saying is like these kids should have that light and that spotlight and that stage to express all the things that we didn't get to all the things that we were afraid of all the things we were told you know made us bad people bad Mm -hmm. kids they're just human urges it's just curiosity and instincts you're just expressing yourself and your thoughts and we all had those same thoughts and everyone's so fucking afraid of that age you know Uh, uh, like there's this this age where like you're still a child to us even though clearly nobody's a fucking kid at that age anymore and now that i know she's 18 i thought she was like 16 or 15 or something which i still would have been like yo this is actually really dope she's act like it's the reason a lot of fucking adults we know that have kids and they can't talk to their kids about like sex right 
right they, they shut down they have mental breakdowns and they go talk to your mama go talk to your daddy go talk to anybody but me because they have their own sexual hang-ups and jada and jada's mom and and willow are really good blueprint for these frank honest conversations where you might not like what you're about to hear but now you know what your kid is thinking in a way that you never would have and it's not better to not know i know a lot of people think it's better to not know it's not better to not know and i'm saying this is someone who doesn't have kids but i'm just saying i was a kid we all were it's not better to not know what the fuck your kid is up to because that's when you get the surprises of i'm pregnant i got std yeah i got std uh you know but things talking to your kid about like birth control talking to your kid about obviously uh protection for sexual Mm. transmitted diseases talking to your kid about mental health i'm not just talking sex shit talking to your kid about mental health like these taboos of these areas that we we all deal with but we all fucking like are scared to, to be open about like jada and will under a lot a tremendous a lot of pressure people calling them scientologists uh people you know questioning their blackness weird parents right people questioning the fact that they let their kids hang out with other these other kids and shit i still remember people trying to sexualize willow smith because a a boy was in the bed with no shirt on but they just they were all just young kids and friends at the time and it was like they people was like call we should call child services on them i think they even came to the yeah house. they came to the to the smith's house up the street kylie jenner is fucking tiger right. and nobody said shit not a motherfucking word but the black kids had the double fucking standard of you know these these we got to sexualize this little girl and shit so it i don't know there's something about those kids that i don't think they get enough fucking credit i don't think the smiths get enough credit i don't think red table talk gets enough credit people are too fucking quick to like hop on a sound bite and, and i get it it's media is what media does it's for the ratings it's for the clicks it probably helps them out more that people do assume the worst and click on the shit and then go oh it wasn't that bad or you know click on it and go i'm outraged but if you will watch the fucking show i really think people are missing some great conversations that are not happening other places this isn't the view where they have like women who are older and setting their ways and they have their own opinions like you got a, a a mind being molded but also a mind expressing itself at an age where a lot of black girls don't get to express themselves like at that age like everyone shut the fuck up you're a kid you don't know what you're talking about you know that shit is important so many other people get to express themselves at that age and it validates and humanizes them in a way that i you don't see with black girls you just don't no, no you don't i can't t- i can't express enough growing up how i thought something was wrong with me i thought something was wrong with my body i thought something was wrong with having sexual desires right. like i really thought I, I thought my body was dirty i thought having sex and being intimate was just a dirty nasty thing um you know uh i was one of those little girls after my first time uh getting intimate was called you know fast ass whores and all that type of shit like so i i am i am a result of that you know of the sit down and shut up and don't tell me nothing and don't talk to me about nothing and shit like that like i i i am a living example of that and it's not healthy parents it is not healthy you end up fucking up your children and it takes years for them to recover from this if they recover at all some people can't talk to their parents now no they can't how many people right up here like uh shocked almost like so you had your parents on your podcast every year and you be cussing this stuff i'm like they listen to the show like like 
i have you know what i would consider to be a very healthy relationship with my parents you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but but like other people are passing this cycle on and i and i just see it in the zeitgeist whenever this fucking show comes up and people start getting real super uptight about you know willow being in the room having an opinion when they're talking about certain topics and i'm like your kids see this shit there are no 18 year olds that don't know what the fuck this is wow they're talking about pornography all your kids have seen pornography news fucking flash i know i had seen it and we didn't even have the internet and i had seen it by this age like what are you talking about like why do you want to just you can't put your head in the sand and this shit just goes away you want your kids to grow up and be healthy you want to like be able to provide a sounding board to be able to provide some like context to the things they're experiencing but at the same time you want them to not talk about the shit and and pretend everything's all good right and the thing is you want them to have experience without the experience you want the children just to know you know and the thing is i understand that as a parent you ain't you don't have all the tools you're not always equipped but you know what spend the money and take the time and put and, and put them in a place where they can get the help get them therapists psychologists psychiatrists whatever it takes to make your child a well-rounded human being versus going i don't got the answer so fuck it all right but yeah I, that was just on my heart man I, I fucking those kids are so dope man um you know hopefully people are looking at the way they were raised and and, and thinking about the way they raise their kids because you ain't got to be rich to have a kid that's free quote unquote no you don't like it's not a money thing it's mm-hmm. a mentality thing you know um and it's and you just don't see free black kids very often you know we're so fucking afraid and i and i get it reasonably so but we're so afraid our kids they absorb it and then they're afraid and then they don't dream and then they don't you know they they grow up with that that heart that's not filled you know correct because the, the, the the thing is and and it's a parent's job to protect their children and keep their children grounded in reality particularly with black parents because you know you've been through shit like racism and all that stuff but when you talk about killing dreams that's true you know because uh i can't a lot of black children don't grow up with like really 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 big big dreams and a yeah. lot of times if they do they are shot down really really yeah. quickly your parent like, could be the first person to kill your dream like they will shoot that shit you be like i want to be so-and-so boy you ain't gonna be that i want to do so-and-so you ain't never gonna do that like like it's it's almost an instant thing but it's in in in, in, and what's so wild is that it's out of a form of love and out of a form of of self-protection don't get me Mm -hmm. wrong but at the same time you have to allow children to have dreams because you know now as an adult and this is sad i'm actually get to the point where i'm actually dreaming big for the first time like i've dreamed but i'm I'm talking about like dreaming big like something bigger than me planning Mm -hmm. something bigger than me going okay these things can come let me get these things in line you know and my thing is like right so it doesn't always have to come from um money you know it really doesn't have to come from money because uh i was watching watching facebook and it was this dad he got tired of buying his little girl lotion and he told her to make her own she went to library got books went on youtube she fucking made her own lotions she's fucking making hundreds of thousands of dollars now you know so these things can happen you just have to lead your children in the right direction we have all types of free resources out there that can that can get kids pointed in the right directions you don't have to know the answers 
all the answers don't have to come from you it takes a village i know people say that but they don't mean it it takes a village i don't care if you come from a one-parent home a two-parent home a multi-parent home it takes a village to raise these children and you know children should be able to dream children should particularly black children children shouldn't the bars that i have on my life as an adult i should not lock my children in those same cages it's fucking ridiculous but we do it every day we do Mm -hmm. it every day as parents we lock our children in the same cages that we're in and then look at the child like something's wrong with the child when a child says i won't out this goddamn cage that i never asked to be put in in the first place and then you don't want to let them out because you're scared you're scared what's on the other side you scared they might get hurt well hurt is a part of life pain is a part of life disappointment is a part of life failure is a part of life i understand being black and we're not allowed to fail but i'm sorry failure is just it's just a part of life because if you don't go through it you won't learn you won't appreciate you won't evolve you won't change and that's why a lot of parents y'all but some of you got parents right now they're the same fucking parents they've always been your whole life you know they're stubborn you know they're mean you know they have all these problems and you wish they would change and it took you going off to college mm-hmm. it took you leaving the house it took you experiencing other people to realize that there was more to life than than this little place called home and it's like parents a lot of black parents have decided like if the world is going to disappoint you and i'm so afraid the world's going to disappoint you let me be the first person to just disappoint you let me be the first as opposed and it's like what's that kid supposed to take that lesson from because you are the blueprint so if you tell me i i can't be shit i better just hope to get a good government job and not end up in prison then i mean what are you setting my what are you setting my bar at you know and then what is my life gonna be where am i gonna find my fulfillment and my happiness and as you brought up so brilliantly man um you know the cage metaphor obviously was great but um as you brought up so brilliantly you gotta fail you know like some people that's another thing parents a lot of parents are like well if you want to do blank and you don't become like a motherfucking olympian champion of of whatever this is you have wasted my time it's like no you know like you know what's good having multiple interests yes trying shit until you find a fit quitting is something that is not it is just simply not valued enough kids learning that it's okay to quit sometimes right that's dope because life is like that how many people have a shitty job that they should have quit years ago but you never fucking learned there's a value in saying i value myself more than this situation i value the limited amount of time i have on this earth more than the shitty situation i'm in i quit okay i'm not a failure i'm not a bad person but maybe i did fail at this thing maybe i was bad at this thing that has no bearing on the on the person the human that i am the sum of my parts like those those things i think matter so much Mm -hmm. and we just don't fucking like get those lessons man it's just we don't it's like you know and i love quote unquote black excellence and all this shit we definitely celebrate like oh this motherfucker got a degree this motherfucker the first black to do this but it's like yo also if i tried that and it wasn't for me i still took a that's still a win Mm -hmm. i tried it and i learned and it wasn't for me and i and i but i took the lessons from that and i'm applying it to the rest of my life that's that's something i feel like we doesn't we don't get enough of and trust me if your kid can't talk to you about sex at 18 how many y'all can't talk to your parents about it now right as fucking adults you know how many women have had children and would love to talk to their mother about 
postpartum depression and all this shit that actually goes along with you know being a mother but you can't because you you know that your mother wouldn't be able to handle a conversation like that right so i i just like i said man no fucking smiths man they they seem really dope to me and like i it maybe there's some other shit i don't know as with all celebrity shit i'm i'm not as into it as other people so i'm sure there's something they've said or done that i should be like oh fuck them forever because that's how every celebrity is with people now but i and i really just try to keep that kind of energy away from me i I really i don't think it's healthy i know people mm-hmm. a lot of people can't help themselves or they live in that 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 kind of like misery or seeing like seeing malice everywhere i i don't want to live like that so whatever it is for the reason that i'm supposed to not fuck with them like the one thing i might disagree with them on leave it alone i don't care like just straight up don't send it to me i don't care um because because the point i'm saying is that they're living such a public life of scrutiny and their kids were born in a fucking fishbowl and those fucking kids are so dynamic and healthy and awesome and outspoken and brave in ways that just i i hope the kids around me can be i hope the kids in my family can be i hope you know like that that's goals right there so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because like no i don't like, like y'all know but my, my niece is like a, an extension of a child to us so for her anything that she says that she wants to do i'm there when she wanted to cook i got her a um what it is a kit that sends that sends to your house like a blue apron mm-hmm. you know uh but for kids but for kids and uh next summer uh it's a place around here that does cooking classes i told layla i'm gonna keep my out next year does cooking classes i said bitch i'm gonna sign you up mm-hmm. i'm gonna sign you up for the cooking classes you're gonna be doing a jamaican jerk or whatever they teach you now because if that's yeah. what you want to do that's what i'm gonna do like and, and if tomorrow she says i want i want to be a cheerleader guess what i'm putting money in that too whatever she wants to do i will support 100 percent because because i know what it's like to live a life without with, with limits mm. i'm like bitch your life is gonna be limitless <laughs> whatever you want to do let's go ahead and do it i don't give a fuck of what it is as long as you're not breaking the law or harming nobody i'm your biggest goddamn cheerleader right exactly so um all right um jay-z enters legal weed business by partnering with cannabis company from drug dealer to drug dealer shout out to jay-z shout out to jay-z oh because a company 90 90 what is it 92 bricks 94 bricks yes! whatever it was <laughs> like i hope he calls it that amount of bricks <laughs> um man that's crazy man started as a legal uh, illegal drug dealer now he's a legal drug dealer right um and of I course bet you it's gonna be a good strand too he said he wants to increase representation and participation of those with criminal records who are prohibited from participating in the growing industry anything i do i want to do correctly at the high, at the highest level with all the potential in the cannabis industry saliva's expertise and ethos make them the best partner for this endeavor we want to create something amazing have have fun in the process do good and bring people along the way uh it currently operates a farm in two stores in northern california the company focuses on the community outreach by offering steady jobs to those affected by san francisco area wage gap to have their efforts recognized by the god mc is something saliva ceo dennis o'malley described as humbling um yeah and the other thing for um that i like I, i i don't know exactly when it happened but and i understand that there'll be some people that really can't ever get over disliking jay-z and shit but 
he really got on my list of people where i'm like oh yeah i trust that he'll do this correctly Mm -hmm. you know like i know there's always a way to spin anything that anyone does into something negative and people will endeavor to do that right um but um he's just one of those dudes where i'm just like all right cool i sean will handle that as good as he can you know like there's gonna be a bunch of brown people popping up up underneath him yeah like that that'll be like he won't just be like i'm out for myself i'm putting my name on the front of this and i'm not gonna name any other celebrities because i really don't know their business but right. but you know like there's other celebrities where it's just like i'm associated with smoking weed ha 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 isn't it funny that i smoke weed i've been smoking weed y'all we're smoking weed you're smoking my name my brand of weed and jay doesn't seem like he seems like the kind of person that's gonna be like politically minded with it like how are we helping a community of people affected by these laws and shit how are we affecting Correct. the you know like why am i why would i even allow align myself with a company that isn't thinking about these things like i'm sure that him and beyonce i'm sure they had that fucking pick of the litter of companies he would love to like yeah he, he probably could have picked any company and been like i want to partner with y'all and they'd be like yes a popular black rapper wants to partner with us yes we'll do it and he was out there like who's ethically approaching this cannabis sale um in a way that's going to help a community out right the community has been locked out of billions of dollars so that's dope man um and meanwhile he's still like trying to get motherfuckers out of jail helping in all these viral cases and videos we see he's out there somewhere like how can we help this person out like Mm -hmm. i i know people probably got grudges they'll never let go of that dude but he really seems to be living up to a lot of the stuff he was preaching on 444 Mm -hmm. Nicki minaj now we normally have you know the the news for her has not been kind lately yeah been a lot of a lot of wild shit i actually actually skipped she started her radio show back last week i skipped all of that uh that news that came out of that (laughs) i was just like i'm not she was probably saying wild shit i just wasn't feeling like covering it well she did cancel her saudi arabia concert oh what happened um so she had a headliner performance at a music festival in saudi arabia in pro and she canceled it in protest of the country's oppressive stances on women's rights and lgbtq plus issues mm. that's dope because you know the bars got a lot of lgbtq plus people in it so you know what i'm saying a lot of times that shit that support flows one way like the community supports me and if i let you down oh well right or i feel bad about it after i blow up i mean they found megan the stallion's old homophobic tweets and she apologized um already um and (laughs) although it was funny her last tweet about it was like i already apologized for this and i was thinking like and i and of course everybody was like you know we got to grow and stuff because they like megan you know um and i just thought it was funny because i was like and cardi did the same you know i just thought it was funny because i was like when kevin hart said it though i already apologize i'm over it we was like we was like no nigga <laughs> you're gonna have to apologize for the rest of your life whether you did or not you know now i personally think it's a little different because i feel like he never really actually did apologize he just kept saying he did agreed but the point being like people were like even if you did do it again on command forever and i'm like no one's gonna do that <laughs> but also more importantly y'all can't keep that same intensity because if you like the person y'all actually don't want them to do that nope y'all start doing it for them like no leave them alone she made a mistake she was x amount of years old and i'm like i'm not mad at y'all for thinking that way 
i'm mad at y'all for never applying it to other people like apply that shit across the board man a lot of people said stupid shit when they was young it's not just the, your favorite people that 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 deserve some empathy sometimes it's it's people that you don't even fuck with and you're like yes but they were 15 saying stupid shit right like i, I like you know like when they find these baseball players that say racist shit at 15 on twitter i'm like i guess i'm supposed to be mad but i'm not i'm not like i I know he's a white person saying some racist shit and we're supposed to hold that against him for the ever and always and shit but literally i'm just like i assume all these young white boys is racist at that age if they have a fighting chance of growing out of the shit if right they decide to we'll find out much later in life you're not gonna know at that age they're all indoctrinated into that shit how the fuck we live in a world we automatically say listen white people are racist and then go be shocked at each individual case of racism it's crazy (laughs) either you believe what you're saying or you don't i really do believe the vast majority of white people are racist and indoctrinated to a white supremacist society that makes them racist i believe the vast majority of men are misogynistic this shit women misogynistic yes black people are anti-black like we all yes, indoctrinated we in this shit some of us are yes we just didn't used to be on record on the internet until 10 years ago right y'all always had family members like that so it's, it's that thing that's kind of weird to me when it's like uh you know whatever anyway all that shit to say is back to this topic uh while nikki has some shit that she's been wild and and problematic shit she said and done and lord knows she gonna do some more like don't this is just a slight reprieve uh because i think she's still dating the uh convicted rapist uh dude and all this shit um what i what i will say is uh i did not expect her to cancel this concert and i think that's dope that she did Mm -hmm. um so uh yeah people were you know tweeting at her and all this stuff and she um i guess she really did say yeah i won't do it and a lot of a lot of celebrities including a lot of quote unquote y'all's faves as the people say pejoratively but a lot of people's favorite artists and stuff have gone over there and done no concerts mm-hmm. so just you know i don't even know the list i just remember seeing petitions and very few of them actually cancel concerts most of them go over there and perform and get because they get paid a shit ton of money because saudi arabia is so rich and it's normally like the crown prince of blank or like it's normally the, the assault in the blank yeah like it's somebody with mad money being like come over here and sing a couple ditties and they go do it you know for the money and it's like well i, I believe in these causes but i'm i'm gone you know what i'm saying so anyway i thought that was dope people are not just one way black and white so um let's see asap rocky's appeal was denied by a swedish supreme court the rapper reportedly is being held in deplorable conditions um yeah apparently there was a street fight he got into june 30th in stockholm and uh sweden supreme court rejected his appeal for release from custody july 8th and it comes three days after a swedish district court ordered that rocky uh born rakim mayors be held in custody while prosecutors investigate the altercation the court claimed rocky was a flight risk which ultimately resulted in the supreme court rejecting his appeal for bail his lawyers argue that his incarceration would hinder his rap career claim the star has already lost a million dollars since being detained more calcul- more cancellations will spell the end of his career said his legal team now it's their job to make the biggest case possible right to make matters worse sources say the rap is being held in deplorable conditions 
according to the publication the facility is intolerable with human waste allegedly strewn about and inedible food and water for inmates rocky was has reportedly only had one apple to eat per day in the wake of the unfortunate event a few asap rocky's fellow hip-hop brethren have banded together to boycott the country of sweden tyler creator took to twitter to announced he won't be returning to the scandinavian country no more sweden for me ever he tweeted shortly after schoolboy q said he would be boycotting the country i'm not going no more either hashtag flacco um yeah um and then what i thought was funny was uh there were a lot of people retweeting a tweet that had uh asap rocky being in inhumane conditions with someone had taken a quote from an interview he did where he talked about ferguson and not not understanding not going not caring all this shit and it was like aha like 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 a quote-unquote gotcha moment like gotcha you said this and then they they had a follow-up tweet that was like i'm not saying he deserves to be held in inhumane conditions just that i'm like then what, what was the fuck those things aren't even fucking the same Mm-mm. so you were kind of intimating that people should take it that way that somehow those two things were related you know like like well he didn't care enough about ferguson so this is happening to him and uh, take what you want from that like come on man and the fact that i've seen the same people that was arguing about prison abolition and shit for that girl with lick the ice cream that was like the same people retweeting this shit and laughing it was some of the same people mm-hmm. i was really like god damn man y'all can't keep y'all can't keep a stance from two days oh no like when 24 I'm, hours what are we talking about 30 a smooth 12 it might change right like y'all can't even keep a stand like you don't even remember what you said a week ago they don't like or they don't care like y'all was just now it's funny that he's caught in deplorable inhumane conditions in a prison overseas now it's a joke right if it was here would you feel the same way even if it was here they would have laughed because it's him they think it's they think it's funny because he didn't care enough about the woke shit that they so serial killers rapists murderers and shit prison abolition right i said that's how rocky gets locked up ha ha i don't like that nigga he said something one time crazy man this shit crazy right fam <sighs> all right um let's see let's get into some other stuff let me see if i can find what do i want to talk about mm-hmm. give me one second i'm gonna look at these fucking black people articles see if i want to talk about them um no i don't feel like talking about those right now okay uh, i'm gonna get 100 anyway yeah yeah i just don't remember what like it was nothing i I thought was too funny i'm sure we could have made it funny but um no uh (laughs) uh, so let's do some um let's do some white people news okay there there we go i did promise to do this because we do have some stuff that trump did and as always we try to cover that stuff uh right before we get into white people news so we do some white people news um and i have to of course play some white people music which is music that they appropriated from us with their acoustic guitars wow this one has an intro and everything walking in a park with birds chirping oh shit they put some time into this and of course they have the guitars on their back oh is that starbucks kittens what do kittens have to do with this video is that the audience? Apparently so. Got on people to show up. What the fuck is this? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, she roller skating, rollerblading through the park around coffee cups. Oh God! Oh no! This ain't even the same song, and I slow the pace down so bad. Remix. It's just good to see Vanilla Love represented on the scene. Wow. Oh, you think you got it. Oh, he joined in. Oh, shit, not a duo. I thought he was just hanging out. We get together. Oh, we get together. But separate's always better when there's feelings involved. How they on beat at the same time, but way off beat? <laughs> How they even sync this up? I have no idea. Love the exception. Wow, look at the birds flying in the beat. He rocking her ascot. How come nobody else said this part? Is it because they knew these people would be singing? Oh, don't go to that park. Them white people be down there with them guitars. Mm. Making that terrible-ass music. Just fucking outcast all the way up. Jesus. Boo. Wow. That might be bottom five. This must all time. be in, like, uh, the middle of the day when the kids at school. Because ain't nobody rolling, rolling past them, walking in the middle of the camera frame or nothing. What the fuck is what happening? What are they doing? They're hugging in the I middle of the park? I have no idea. Wow. That was terrible, sir. That was a disgrace. That was a disaster. Jesus. It don't even sound like the same song. That that was just evil. They, that y'all would do that to a perfectly Boo. fine outcast song. Good. Uh, but y'all, it was a bop. You didn't have to do anything to the bop. Right. Oh, God. That's my jam. You slow that song all the way. It, you it, know, nobody requested that. N- nobody. Not uh, that version. <laughs> not from them. Not from you. Oh, my God. Even the, the, the kittens they showed at the beginning left. They didn't show them again. Mm, that was the crowd. They said, let's get out of here. These, man, what, we don't know what these motherfuckers are up Mm-mm. to something's wrong with these white people let's go get lost in the bushes what is he doing to that guitar that's not how guitars are supposed to work Mm-mm. oh my god white people that was bad yeah Mm-mm-mm. yeah you normally bop with anything you say it's bad it's bad i mean that's pretty terrible that was impossible to sing along with it was so uh, offbeat you couldn't even sing along with it nobody was nobody was doing a service by, by that one Oh, I know my mentions are gonna be on fire tomorrow on Twitter. I'm sorry. Okay, it's not they, my fault. They slow that song to a crawl, right? <laughs> what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. 
Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. Uh, That's how terrible that was. Oh, that was bad. That was real bad. (laughs) That was so... (laughs) That was Uh, super bad. uh, That was so bad, I have to actually... uh, I have to pull out this old nugget. Stop it right now! This is stupid! This is absolutely ridiculous! Get! Get out of here! We are adults, and this is ridiculous! Hit the crap! We needed her to show up at the park. Yes, we did, and get them the fuck off that bitch! When they walked out with doing guitar, she should have just came out, stop it right now! I started busting out that duo! <laughs> stop it right now! This is stupid! <laughs> We are adults. <laughs> oh, oh man! All right. Wonder what other song she was gonna fuck up from Outcast. Mm-hmm. Caroline. Oh no! <laughs> She's the reason for the word, word bitch. <laughs> I hope she crashes. Fuck out of here. Crashes uh, in a ditch. <laughs> I'm just playing. And she's just roller skating through the park. I know. To divide, to divide. <laughs> uh, Donald Trump respond. That's why we got to talk about yo man, Donald Trump, because that's who white people voted for. And this is their segment. Uh, he responds to E. Jean Carroll's sexual assault accusation uh, with she's not my type, which is probably the most rapist thing you can possibly say i didn't rape her she's not my type so the women that are your type are the ones you do rape or didn't ain't this the one he also claimed he never seen that they got tons of photos of them together yes yes okay okay i thought i was being sure it's the same woman she's a 76 year old woman she's talking about this incident that took place in 95 96 it was sad i saw our interview with her it was kind of a little bit sad because you know she was saying that um even a woman else as outspoken as um uh eging uh carol it e- e- even as some someone that you know has been doing this for her whole life and um she was afraid of the stereotype of being she didn't want to be just a rape victim that's what she said these are her words because that's what people put you in you can't be nothing else yeah and because of that she never came forward um and she said that you know she was like you know that hasn't affected me and because i think even with her coming out with this now it's one of those things where she's probably still dealing with it Mm -hmm. and you just had to take people at their face value and what she's saying but i found some of the things she said interesting because one of the things she was emphasizing in this interview is like it hasn't affected me you know like i you know i'm strong it didn't break me it didn't do this but then she had a a moment and it was kind of i don't know it was this moment of reflection that was so small and little on msnbc but it was i don't know it's heartbreaking for me when she was like but i've never been with a man since those 23 years so maybe it did affect me you know but she just like she was like almost like i'm not even really willing to process right i'm not willing to acknowledge it because a lot and then when you tell the world this you now have to process this in front of everyone and she even said um a lot of the women in the me too movement inspired her 
because she saw how all these women that were brave enough to say hey this happened to me um the thing i would like to bring up though man i, I you know i'm not trying to be like the wokest thing in the world here but <laughs> when it's it's easy for people to get on board with donald trump is a rapist and we don't fuck with him and it's egregious and it's a it's really a statement on a on the world and it's all these things right he's such a terrible person it's really easy for them to get on board because they don't like him already for the people that don't like him correct for the ones who like him they treat it just like they treated when it was bill cosby or some you know mm-hmm. but it, it tells a lot about people who they're willing to believe and who they're not and i'm not saying the one-off because I, I i've i've said on the show before it, it's an uncomfortable thing to say but the truth is everybody gets quote unquote one time where they're accused and if there's no evidence and it's just somebody's word against that person for the vast majority of how i've seen the operating society people just go on with like well i hope it's not true and unless someone can prove that it is we're just gonna have to hope that this guy's not a rapist that's how most people process it and i know that people it's not a nice thing to say no, or whatever not, but if there's no right cri- right there's no criminal charges no ev- no criminal evidence most of the time people will just go well okay they got accused of one thing but that doesn't mean they did it that's not the case with trump he's been accused by i can't can't count how many women it's been now it's a lot so many women and there's still people that are like all these women are lying well why didn't she come forward then all the women dog you know and i and i mean we've gone through it at nauseum on here so i won't do it for this article but like it was the same with um r kelly it was the mm-hmm. same with bill cosby mm-hmm. every you know it's just th- that those were black people that black people defended we're we're doing a black ass podcast um so i doubt we'll have anyone write in defending trump but mm-hmm. why not why couldn't he be the victim of a fucking conspiracy oh because y'all know he did it because no one accused 15 people don't accuse somebody of rape that de- isn't a fucking rapist come on even if he raped one person out of 15 it still makes him a rapist so what the fuck trump says he has four or five candidates for uh press secretary sarah sanders job she quit um she had the longest tenure of line for this nigga uh but she quit and uh they made oh, like so she quit that's that's the what's the, what's the uh, smoky eyes uh oh okay so she just left the position yeah okay yeah randolph terrence says she looks like modoc and that oh, will no. always make me laugh anyway uh she quit and uh they replaced her with like melania's press secretary or something some, i don't know another nepotism type job because you know somebody else will be fired in three weeks yep a waitress spit on eric trump at a chicago bar according to the trump organization which i don't know if you can trust that but yeah um an employee allegedly spit on him uh she was released after two uh after about two hours when he decided not to press charges but she was she sped on she was sped on him she sped on him and was immediately handcuffed so i mean uh hmm. i mean uh, you shouldn't have did it but i understand right (laughs) i really hate to be like that keep your spit to yourself but i get it right like 
damn you know like not just because you could have went to jail i mean luckily she's not but like you could have you know that is assault technically um and maybe you just you said it's worth it you're like uh, i'll do the time because i'm how often am i gonna get to see this motherfucker in public and get to tell him how i feel about his ass but man uh yeah i i wouldn't have did it but i get it though i understand uh the uk defends an ambassador at the disparaging trump comments leak uh apparently there was some memos uh that leaked um uh from the british government's ambassador to the united states uh the memos he was talking about donald trump and he's called his administration dysfunctional and inept but it is uh <laughs> where's the lies mm-hmm. uh we don't really believe this administration is going to become substantially more normal less dysfunctional less unpredictable less faction driven less diplomatically clumsy and inept said uh derouch uh he wrote at one point he ain't the only one with these memos he's the only one that they got caught caught intercepted everybody else going he's a dumbass too mm-hmm that's why i also said that's why he don't like to go to these diplomatic functions and shit like that he'd be opting out and mm-hmm. not wanting to go because he's looking at crazy by himself because don't nobody want to sit around him and don't nobody want to be around him because he trash dog right. he trash right mike pence takes a baseless shot at uh alexandria ocasio cortez and defends concentration camps all in one speech yeah i'm not reading it but Mm-mm. of course he did i believe you uh news people i do too he oh he, he much worse than trump yes he is do people not understand i know people think yeah i know why people want to see trump impeach and i get the gamesmanship of it and how it will make people feel but uh yeah president pence to me is even more dangerous than donald trump because a lot of the shit would just get passed overnight under the table and you just wake up and fucking laws would just automatically change and you'd be like the fuck is this like they're both dangerous as shit but he's more dangerous than trump because he actually could knows what he's doing he's competent yeah trump donald trump is an incompetent inept unorganized unpredictable egomaniac but uh mike pence would probably go in there and very orderly just rip out civil right by civil right if he could um not not saying that i don't want to see trump get impeached but just that Mm -hmm. if the idea was to then well we'll then we'll get some republicans we could work with no no you're not they can only be voted out and that's it Mm-mm. You, you're liable to wake up one day they be knocking on your door with some whips and chains you will the slavery is back yeah you're like the fuck is this it was passed overnight right um appeals court rules trump violated constitution by blocking critics on twitter according to a federal appeals court donald trump can't block his critics on twitter because it's a violation of the first amendment other people can do it but the president of the united states can't uh he allegedly blocked seven plaintiffs from the original case after they criticized him for his policies revoking their ability to access or comment on his post according and, to court documents and and that makes sense that because because of the position that he's in yes here's the thing that that i think everyone it should i mean it's already unnerving this dude being president um one of the things that should sh- uh, shake people to their core donald trump reads his comments he does you don't think yes he does yeah um yeah that's scary as shit he reads them because he had to block these people because of how they were talking to him and he was being so sensitive which means he had to read these people yes 
and let it go to court and said i don't even at the threat of going to court i want to block these people that bad and knowing that this is probably unconstitutional and a court had to rule like you can't you can't do that dog you're the president you have to listen to everybody wow yeah you're not a normal citizen and lastly in birds of a feather flock together news jeffrey epstein or epstein uh uh, epstein uh kept labeled photos of nude underage girls in his manhattan mansion court documents reveal um yeah so this dude um and trump are boys apparently trump is pretty close with a lot of um sex trafficker types i mean it was that spa in um florida that uh the owner for the patriots got caught up and Mm. trump trump is friends with the owner for the patriots and he's took a picture with the owner of the spa i remember that yes yeah and then there's this um yeah he's a notorious friend of president donald trump he's reportedly been arrested billionaire pedophile jeffrey epstein was arrested for allegedly sex trafficking dozens of minors in new york and florida between 2002 and 2005 and he will appear in court in new york on monday according to three law enforcement sources the arrest comes about 12 years after the 66 year old financier uh, essentially got a slap on the wrist for allegedly molesting dozens of uh, dozens of underage girls in florida yeah and that was done Ooh. by um acosta alexander acosta who's trump's labor secretary right now what he was the person that negotiated a plea deal for epstein without notifying the victims wow right they all kick it together the new charges allege that epstein sexually exploited dozens of underage girls in a now familiar scheme paying them cash for massages and then molesting or sexually abusing them in his upper east side mansion or his palatial residence in palm beach several employees and associates allegedly recruited the girls for epstein's abuse and some victims eventually became recruiters themselves according to law enforcement the girls were as young as 14 epstein knew they were underage according to the police um yeah also um the only reason they things they found is out because somebody snitching but he had employees that handled this as well jail and this is why i'm not a prison abolitionist and you won't see anyone make the case for prison abolition based off of this nigga right here because we only do that for the people that we empathize with and we like and everybody should be for less jail for the people that we can kind of empathize with and feel like yo that person what they did was not that egregious but some of these niggas have to go he one of them bye and i will never feel bad about feeling that way ever i depart ways with you niggas on this one go get the fuck out of here and everybody who helped him too and r kelly and his crew too and bill cosby and the people that helped him all these motherfuckers can go this shit is egregious and it goes on for years and something like this can only happen through coordinated willful effort right because there's too many victims it's a conspiracy to do these things and then <laughs> oh god my god it's i'm sorry i keep going on that tangent but it's because you see this shit and it just i don't know it insists me so much this week and i was just like that's not even real what y'all are doing right now because y'all only bring it up in very convenient times like this but no one wants to talk about it in the inconvenient times because all of us will go no this dude cannot be around other people there there are children out here in the world and we can't have a nigga like this just out here with access to them no uh, and he's not just gonna stop because he was told to the nigga plead plead he got a plea deal 
15 years ago and guess what he went back to doing fuck um and then you know everybody's like oh we need to do restorative justice that centers the victims first and shit it's like nigga what if i'm a victim and i want this nigga dead that's my justice right now we can't listen to me because that's not hippy dippy enough right now we got to come up with another solution and shit because my shit because i'm too mad i gotta forgive this nigga or let it go or let y'all decide that my shit is too harsh fuck that that's why you got hello you do some shit to me uh you got nah fuck anyway enough uh trump's labor secretary alexander acosta has been accused of violating federal law when he negotiated the plea deal without notifying the victims in an era where me too is top of powerful man epstein's name is was largely absent from the national conversation until the miami herald published a three-part series on how his wealth power and influence shielded him from federal prosecution a three-part series good god shout out to real journalism real this, journalism this is why we still need it right who what <laughs> when where why and how we got it y'all it costs money it costs time yes it does it's it's, it's skilled labor it costs effort but it can topple a fucking mountain if it's done correct meanwhile the financier has flitted among uh his homes in palm beach new york and virginia virgin islands as well as the secluded zora ranch in stanley new mexico transporting young women on his private jet to facilitate the sexual abuse that's gone unchecked by authorities as alleged victims say um but yeah they arrested him and then they went in his home and found uh he kept labeled photos of underage girls in his manhattan mansion labeled yep labeled it doesn't seem like it was very much of a secret uh, i know they have quotes from donald trump talking about how dude likes young girls and shit like that so <clears throat> yeah they discovered at least hundreds and perhaps thousands of sexually suggested photographs of fully or partially nude females while these items were only seized this weekend and are being reviewed some of the nude or partially nude photographs appear to be of underage girls including at least one girl who according to her counsel was underage at the time the relevant photographs were taken didn't even get rid of this evidence that's how safe he felt even after the plea deal he had 15 years to be like i'm not gonna do this anymore i could go to prison or at least let me cover up my tracks and he didn't do either additionally some of the photographs referenced herein were discovered in a locked safe in which uh law enforcement officers also found compact discs with handwritten labels including na- following young name plus name miscellaneous news and girl pics nude prosecutor said Epstein has not reformed nor has he chased it was he chastened or repentant following his pre well i mean listen we don't have anywhere we need to put him we'll just talk to him and hopefully he'll get it the third time's charm is what i always say following his previous arrest and controversial plea agreement in florida case which allowed him to avoid prison um the wealthy financier uh was uh arrested on sex trafficking charges saturday so and that's trump's homeboy that's the motherfucker y'all put in the white house because that was okay with you this schemy skeezy sleazy ass nigga was and then okay people wonder uh why he didn't give a fuck about those those children well, at, the at least he didn't wear a tan suit karen i think that's what's most important okay at least his wife's shoulders ain't out yeah yeah we don't we can't deal with that uh all right white people news let's uh try to go out on a high note here guys all right uh ariana grandy yeah, that's right i'm still saying it right that's the way we're supposed to pronounce it y'all remember that mm-hmm. ariana grandy on a short-lived pete davidson engagement i didn't know him oh shit wow she continues to copy mariah carey i don't know her she didn't know him i mean damn 
she also opened up about our all-consuming grief following mac miller's death from an accidental overdose i was the glue for such a long time and i found myself becoming less and less sticky the pieces just started to float away ariana grant uh grandy uh emotionally reflected on her past relationships with mac miller and pete davidson in a profile for vogue the singer opened up about her headlining set during 2019 coachella music festival during the interview she said that her involvement in the festival gave her frequent reminders of her ex-boyfriend miller the rapper died from accidental overdose in 2018 at age 26 i never thought i'd even go to coachella she admitted in the profile i was always a person who never went to festivals and never went out and had fun like that but the first time i went was to see malcolm perform and it was such an incredible experience i went the second year as well and i associate heavily uh it was kind of a mind fuck possessing processing how much has happened in such a brief period uh she also said she's used the writing and production process of her album thank you next as a coping mechanism to deal with miller's death and her broken engagement with pete davidson i'm gonna tell you right now uh shout out to what's the t they was talking about her and i went back thank you next is a goddamn bop mm-hmm. that whole album goes my friends know how much solace music brings me so i think it was an all-around let's get her there type situation she said recording the argue the album with her friends um <clears throat> so yeah she talked about dating uh pete davidson but if i'm completely honest i don't remember the three those three months of my those months of my life because i was so drunk and so sad i don't really remember how it started or how it finished or how all of it all of a sudden there were 10 songs on the board i think that this is the first album and also the first year of my life where i'm realizing that i can no longer be put off spending time with myself just as me i've been booed up my entire adult life i've always had someone to say good night to so thank you next was this moment of self-realization it was very it was the scary moment of wow you have to face all this stuff now no more distractions you have to heal all this shit um yeah uh she also explained a tweet that she posted following her breakup with miller in may 2018 while many internet users shame grandy for speaking up with breaking up with miller while he battled his addictions she defended herself online by tweeting shaming and blaming a woman for a man's inability to keep his shit together is a very major problem let's stop doing that come on people don't see any of the real stuff that happens so they are loud about what they think happened they didn't see the years of work and fighting and trying or love and exhaustion that tweet came from a place of complete defeat and you have no idea how many times i warned him that would that that would happen and fought that fight for how many years of our friendship our relationship she said now about her initial response you have no idea so you're not allowed to pull that car because you don't fucking know that's where that came from yeah i mean these celebrities are fucking people man and like it's crazy that there are people in this world that listen to mac miller's music didn't know him right this woman dated him intimate with him was his friend and then you go you're not allowed to feel how you feel because my feelings supersede the way you feel he has a fan. even though it happened to you it happened to you you're going to his funeral like you're like you know what i'm saying like you dealt with you saw him at his worst you dealt with whatever comes along with addiction which can be ugly it can but i listened to all his albums so bitch fuck you it's your fault it's insanity and then we expect these people not to react to it right you know and 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 the thing is uh with her not that she's perfect not that she hadn't 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 done done things that people uh have problems with but some of the criticism she get is it doesn't make sense 
anything that she does attached to a man she automatically get blamed for it even when she was up at up on the stage and that uh preach dude was 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 uh filling her her, people blamed her Her, and what she had on no keep your goddamn hands to yourself right you you supposed to be a man of god you fake ass man of god um but yeah you know it is interesting i love these profiles on celebrities sometimes when it's like this because you know what happens is people come in with their preconceived notions Mm -hmm. and the way that we view fame through this like weird prism where we just can't see them as human but i really like these moments because i try to stop imagining them as like a celebrity and just think about them as a person and be like yo this is a lot to go through Mm -hmm. this is not an old person she's still fairly young early 20s i don't know what her age is but i'm saying she's you know like mac miller's 20 died at 26 you know we're not talking about the the sage wisdom of ages and shit they Mm -hmm. might not have it all together the way you think you have it all together at 40 or 35 or whatever the fuck you are some of us still ain't got it all right right the way like i said think the way a lot of us think we have it together you're one thing away from everything could be fucked up right people that have never dealt with a problem like this being like this is how you're supposed to deal with it you don't fucking know um but yeah and then of course their online experience and all this shit and the paparazzi i'm sure it's just a lot mm-hmm. she added she spent most of the most of the relationship worrying about miller it's pretty all consuming she said about her grief from his past and by no means was what we had perfect but like fuck he was the best person ever he didn't deserve the demons he had i was a glue for such a long time and i found myself becoming less and less sticky the pieces just started floating away also can y'all imagine like how many of us get to privately have issues and grieve privately and there's no expectation for us to ever one day come out and give the story Mm-mm. how many friends have you watched like via social media or whatever via in real life in person go through like serious like they get divorced they never gonna have a moment where they gotta come out and okay guys i know you got questions let me tell you uh, nobody's expecting that i did the best that i could and i respect this and they don't regular people don't do this you know but there's also no expectation like you're allowed to not you don't want to ever talk about your first wife okay we don't ever have to talk about her you good you know with this shit it's like nah you gotta explain to us how the fuck you tweeted one thing during the years and years of shit you dealt with with mac miller you owe us you tweeted one time so explain that that moment that momentary like reflection of realness that you have we like justify that real quick right and that person will be wrong if they be like fuck y'all kiss my ass right so that's crazy man um and yeah they she, they talked about the fling with davidson um uh she said then i met pete and it was an amazing distraction it was frivolous and fun insane and highly unrealistic and i loved him and i didn't know him i'm like an infant when it comes to real life and this old soul been around the block a million times artist i still don't trust myself with life stuff so yeah that's real that's part of growing up yeah also i mean coming also what they did mention coming off that terrorist bombing of her concert right right she had people die that's right right mac miller's death pete who also struggles with like issues of addiction and uh some mental health stuff man i I can see how that could all just be a lot man like just this overwhelming like what am i supposed to do with all this you know um and yeah and then obviously the 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 fishbowl of fame and everything that that puts you through too yeah yeah 
olivia munn cancels today interview to avoid questions on scandals scandals oh, olivia munn who uh you guys may know as psylocke from x-men apocalypse uh pulled out of an interview with the today show at the last minute because she didn't want to face awkward questions about a number of scandals it's not clear exactly what topic the actress was keen to avoid but she recently made headlines for different reasons her dog walking app wag has been responsible for a number of missing and dead dogs oh shit oh olivia oh my uh she wrote a much mocked essay naming and shaming fashion bloggers and she got a lot of attention last week as she said in an interview that she broke out in hives after accusing brett ratner of sexual misconduct sources tell page six that mun was booked on the nbc show last week after another guest dropped out but after producer said they couldn't promise she wouldn't be quizzed about any of the thorny issues during her interview she pulled the plug and june munn who was an investor and spokesperson in the wag app got personally involved in a search for a dog that was stolen by one of the app's walkers it was later found and on monday a lawsuit claimed the dog had been killed while in the care of a wag walker who allegedly tried to cover up the accident after he killed it oh the accident that killed it what what is happening does it motherfucker covered up a dog murder see now this is why we need scooby-doo on the case come on scooby-doo in the gang meanwhile mud also caused a stir in april when she penned an excoriating essay about the fashion blog go fuck yourself but called the site hypocritical and sexist for criticizing her fashion choices the rant was variously called bizarre problematic and wrong by fashion press and the go fuck yourselves writers received overwhelming support online that you know i will say this though fashion is the last place right now that even the wokes have decided you can be a piece of shit to people you can be downright nasty (laughs) i've never understood it and i don't get it Mm -mm. and i'm not saying just fashion but just that culture of like you can drag someone to smithereens about what they put on at an award show or something and you're still considered a nice person and we're not and you can any other time you're out here like empathy this empathy that um you know don't shame as far bullying as weight, this bullying right. that yeah don't shame weight don't shame body don't shame this any other time you are no fun allowed but boy these exactly. fucking award car- red carpets i see the comments <clears throat> i'm i mean i'm here for the jokes don't get me wrong but for some to some people are just flat out just mean <clears throat> yeah so i can see how she might be like damn y'all y'all this is fucked up the way y'all talking about my clothes and my body and shit and yeah that industry was gonna come together and be like bitch we get to talk about you however the fuck we want because it ain't them yeah um yeah and then what's funny is page six the people that wrote this added our two cents to the debate by declining to mention either her outfit at a recent premiere or the name of the show she was promoting so yeah it's their way of being like we're doing you the favor us saying that you look like a uh you look like a piece of shit tonight we well at least when we say that we also promote that you're in the upcoming showtime comedy you know what i mean like they're like yeah we said you walked out of the house looking like you had dressed yourself in a sausage casing but what we also said <laughs> was that your show comes on at 9 p.m on fridays now which do you want bitch jesus <laughs> then in the days before her scheduled today appearance mine garnered just widespread attention for an interview in women's health in which she said she suffered an all-over body rash after accusing brett ratner of misconduct in 2017 ratner has denied her allegations so 
damn live your mind going through it who knew um it's always bad when you gotta cancel the morning show interviews because you know them motherfuckers don't be doing no hard interviews Mm -mm. morning show interviews is all like you know good morning good morning charlotte north carolina is bright and early today you want to see us uh chop up some waffles we're bringing in chef jones yeah, gonna, for real that's what it is so how do you make waffles here you want you want to have a flat tummy we're gonna have somebody do some exercise right. for you. Show, sh- sh- show show you how to get them knees right it was gonna hear olivia munn with them hard-hitting questions huh so you kill dogs huh <laughs> but like, it ain't even it ain't even 9 a.m how we get here <laughs> olivia munn's here to promote a new show about killing dogs uh uh kate Caddy perry and orlando bloom uh uh wow wait oh okay went to the beach and i have pictures i'll bring them up on my screen karen i know okay it was taking a second you know i'm here for the pics i know this is one of the best parts of white people news Katy perry and orlando bloom man who would thought they'd still be together huh right uh apparently uh she wore a floral swimsuit and he was shirtless uh as they relaxed on the french beach oh fiance they got engaged okay oh shit they reportedly set to tie the knot in a romantic ceremony later this year she done got a little thick ain't she i mean she always been kind of thick but yeah you're right it's yeah she a, gained she a little bit a little more bit weight long, but yes, that's good for her good for you girl okay uh after excitedly announcing that they become engaged on valentine's day Katy perry 34 orlando bloom 42 looked every inch the happy couple on monday as they were spotted soaking up the sunshine together on the breathtaking beaches of ele de rey now that shit got a mad like all kinds of like commas all over the place i know i pronounced that wrong (laughs) where is it you said in france yeah ele de rey oh no probably named after some bread or some shit Back up. Uh, an exclusive, <laughs> an exclusive imagines. That's right. The Daily Mail doesn't do a lot of editing. An exclusive images obtained by <laughs> obtained by. This Mel- is why you need editors. They serve a purpose. Obtained by Mail Online. Caddy is seen wearing a white floral bikini as she strolls aside the golden shores of the island located off the west coast of France before joining her shirtless boat in the ocean, looking as stylish as ever in her flattering halter neck number california native caddy wore her bleach blonde locks in a close crop style while accessorizing with a large with large hoop earrings and a pair of fashionable sunglasses orlando displayed his tone and tan physique as he waded into the blue water shirtless wearing just a navy blue pair of swimming shorts after peeling off his top sources told mail online that the lovebirds who spend most of their time together in los angeles jetted over to france to enjoy some vacation time with british heart throb orlando's family um there she is uh now see this is when i really be believing they call the paparazzi mm, yeah like, too. you know what i'm saying like how she posing and stuff mm-hmm. it's like look okay it's been a slow day i'm not in the news as much i need to get out here and yeah dad she called i'm over here at this time show up yeah i got to set the gram on fire like this they the only two niggas at this beach you know i feel you though you know whatever it takes man you gotta stay relevant man this game is cold mm-hmm. you ain't putting out some work or something man ain't nobody talking about your ass i don't blame you uh but yeah that was them at the beach um let's see who else is out here in these streets these white white people news streets oh our girl chris jenner Mm -hmm. 63 holds hands with Corey gamble 38 
Come with a snapper. Still wet behind the ears. Come on, still got that similac. During a picturesque Portofino break. Um so yeah she's still with that nigga man like Corey, you know we don't talk enough about that dude Corey gamble is uh he the longest hanging one he's scamming goals come on okay he is a kept man okay while the price of the dick has gone down my man Corey gamble is not worried about the dick stock market Mm-mm. or as i like to call it the cock market <laughs> ah <laughs> i just came up with that the cock market is plummeting today oh <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, got stock and cock sell it sell it sell it sell high okay get out of the cock game <laughs> the dow bones is low. <laughs> all right that's enough chris jenner 63 yeah, yeah i said that part sorry uh she's been enjoying everything with her idyllic italian uh everything the idyllic italian village has to offer while on vacation with her bow <clears throat> They fuck about, don't they? Mm-hmm. And Chris, or her buck in this case, and Chris Jenner looked very joyful as she was hand in hand with Corey Gamble during their romantic evening stroll. Of course, honey, they here and they're breaking her back. That's a big difference in age. He full of energy. Yeah, I know to be having that black dot com sex. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh man. Shout out, shout out to people that know what that is. Right. Shout out to the big cock bully. Okay, guys. <laughs> uh, the momager 63 put her black swimsuit on display in a sheer lace dress as she enjoyed a date night with her love, 38 on holiday. In true Kardashian fashion, the reality star accessorized with circular sunglasses adorned with gems and a huge statement earrings. The businesswoman was in full holiday mode as she sauntered through the streets in golden strappy sandals. As the night began to end, the lovebirds stayed close to one another and held each other's hands while exploring the village. Yep, he know not to let go of that money. Mm-mm. Every picture he like, girl, money bag, I'm holding your hand. Okay, I know that nigga ain't had to reach for his wallet in so long. Right, he probably right. lose his mind. He had to reach for his wallet. He probably had to blow dust off that bitch. <sighs> That's probably a joke. The check comes, she be like, "You get this cord," and they both laugh. <laughs> oh, darling, of course not, never why would i <laughs> you will get this dick later tonight i know that much uh it comes after chloe spoke about how she was 203 pounds when she gave birth to her daughter true thompson in april 8, 2018 she can continue to explain that she taped the show that it was working out simultaneously trying to get her pre-baby body back she felt as though she was going through her own revenge body journey and chris couldn't appear proud of her third eldest daughter saying she was proud while she come oh um she said i think they're lucky to have you and they're going to learn something along the way i love you and i'm so proud of you meanwhile chris with her youngest daughter callie changes every few years the reality star matriarch reveals she is always there for callie who gave birth to her own daughter stormy 17 months ago as uh, their friendship evolves until the july august issue of Bazaar arabia man they stay in the press dog they the come, best come on i mean, at this press game shit obviously press game. i don't really fuck with them but uh <laughs> they are the best at this press game shit man mm-hmm. it's crazy they always saying something about you they can sell the most mundane shit and it will fucking sell out whatever chris, it's chris jenner drinks a uh, orange juice this morning that brand will sell out yep on sale now uh so yep um i know a lot of people hate these white women but just try to leave all their black children out of it please guys 
The children didn't ask to be here. The children is not the children's father. Mm-mm. And if I know you savages on the internet, y'all are gonna hate them kids sooner or later too. Right. When they're sick <laughs> and they stop being cute. Y'all not gonna be able to stop yourselves because the hate is too strong. Oh, it's sad, Second but it's not true. adorable no more. It's sad, but it's true, dog. They cannot help themselves, man. They be like, oh man, oh man, God. Taylor Swift just called out Scooter Braun, Justin Bieber, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, and more in a heartbreaking post. But nobody I know cares because Taylor Swift is a white woman and <laughs> I posted this shit. People don't like her. I posted this shit. And people was, <laughs> was like, yeah, I would have her back on this because this is sad when anybody, you know, does it on their masters and she's made such great music, but she we found out how she really was on that phone call with Kim kardashian and kanye west and i was like it's good to see because multiple people said it and i said you know what it's good to finally see you black people taking up for kanye west and kim kardashian who would have thought who Who would have thought the agendas is that what it took to get y'all back on board with that train i thought it was burning hell to all these people Mm -hmm. i didn't know they dislike her more than they dislike them it's the one time that everybody was like i know he said make america great again but okay allow me to defend this coon okay in that case specifically your honor like no other exceptions but this one. Oh man that shit was so good because yeah, you know what it is man oh go ahead i'm sorry no but i say y'all been getting y'all feelings about these white folks i don't care probably because half of them i don't remember yeah i don't yeah i also don't care you know what it is though with taylor swift that i find to be infinitely hilarious for the most part i don't think she really has done anything that's truly that fucked up Mm -mm. but once the fucking momentum steamrolls online and the right people don't like you and and it's like everything you do they're gonna find a way to be like this is fucked up everything it, it just don't matter and she is the ultimate white woman she's the ultimate white woman so it's just she don't ever get to have any there's no thing she gets to have Mm-mm. and in this case you know she felt betrayed by other artists um because you know they were involved in uh her not being able to get her 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 um the rights to all her music she was gonna buy it which a lot of artists have done yes they have you know you make music you make money and eventually you go back and you get your masters Mm -hmm. nipsey hustle was famous and telling people to own their own masters and shit like that uh she said for years i asked and pleaded for a chance to own my my work instead i was given an opportunity to sign back up to big machine records and earn one album back at a time one for every new one i turned in i walked away because i knew once i signed that contract scott borchetta would sell the label thereby selling me in my future i had to make the excruciating choice to leave behind my past music i wrote in my bedroom on my bedroom floor and videos i dreamed up and paid for from the money i earned playing in bars and clubs and arenas and stadiums i learned about scooter bronze purchase of my masters as it was announced to the world all i could think about was the incessant manipulative bullying i received at his hands for years like when kim kardashian orchestrated an illegally recorded snippet of a phone call to be leaked and then scooter got his two clients together to bully me online about it or when his client kanye west organized a revenge porn music video which strips my body naked yeah nobody care because it's it's i mean nobody around me care because it's taylor swift right (laughs) i mean it's fucked up it is fucked up and if it was somebody we liked people would absolutely be at least making the case of like 
yeah but they surreptitiously illegally recorded that phone call you know i still remember people being like and and then the the video where they had like a body double of her and it was him uh, and a bunch of people he didn't like naked and shit bill Cos. it was just a bunch of weird shit in that video people would have been like this is massage noir shit nigga she is a white woman and last time i checked you are not supposed to have sympathy for them in these corners of the internet so she just kind of ass out among you know the people i know but i mean it's just funny to me that that's the way it shook out because mm-hmm. i don't know i don't really have a lot of hate for her or love she just oh. seemed right she seemed like a regular white woman <laughs> she's like a regular degular ass white woman i mean not saying she's not talented i'm not trying to say right. that it just she just literally just doesn't do it for me in any way of like right angering me or making me have emotional connections to her she just seems kind of like a petty white woman that is a diva in her white way agreed <sighs> crazy man and to think this all started from kanye going on stage and stripping her of awards saying beyonce deserved it and now kanye and beyonce and jay can't even hang out Mm, crazy mm. man the world crazy it's changed a lot ain't it yep good luck um and yeah that that this seems like it sucks you know and of course uh it really sucks and it's really ironic for her specifically because um like i said say what you want to about it she was on the ground floor of artists um rebelling against the streaming industry um she was one of the first people to be like nah fuck that shit like y'all not about to y'all yeah we're about i'm about to take my power back as an artist um which uh she obviously doesn't get a lot of credit for Mm-mm. anyway uh watch miley cyrus bring out lil nas x billy ray cyrus for old town road in glastonbury 2019 so i guess uh during her performance she brought out billy ray her daddy and lil nas x to perform old town road oh and lil nas x came out he's gay i don't know if we mentioned it before on the show i don't think we did so he's not just a black artist with the number one song in the world he's also a gay artist eat that world i love what he's i love he was talking about twitter where they're talking about like him being bullied for being gay and the backlash to it he was like i ain't really experienced no backlash and i'm basically i'm a grown-ass man so fuck y'all gonna do <laughs> i was like mm-hmm. like that boy he might only have one hit but i hope he i hope he can stay around mm-hmm. hope he one hit one to that shit to death it's yep. still number one up at the top of the chart yeah it's number one it's number one mm-hmm. and lizzo came went into the top 10 this week go ahead on so yep i i hope that motherfucker stay around that dude seemed pretty cool mm-hmm. all right that's enough of that guys okay there's enough white people news let's get into the final segment sword ratchetness and get out of here <laughs> uh north carolina woman armed with a sword steals 150 dollars from the dry cleaner oh shit uh police said a north carolina woman was arrested tuesday after demanding money from a dry cleaner while wielding an 18 inch sword according to arrest warrants chloe marie martinez 23 robbed crowns crescent commons dry cleaner and carry of 150 dollars in cash and threatened the owner with an 18 inch sword martinez has been charged with robbery with a dangerous weapon and that's the sword ratchetness up there near raleigh 
and that's the way the news goes um all right y'all that's it for today um we are probably taking tomorrow off i'm not gonna lie and thursday is gonna be balls deep sports uh Mm -hmm. so and then of course feedback show will be saturday for everyone uh so if uh we don't talk to you tomorrow we'll talk to you saturday um you know unless something happens and we feel like doing the show we'll then we'll do it mm-hmm. uh but in, and these shows have been long this week hopefully so you guys enjoyed it um so until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>